All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the new year and a new show. Uh, Terry Lynn here, Travis Marziani. I think this is airing on January 1st. I hope you guys had a good New Year's. Uh, today we're going to talk about our goals for 2017, business goals and personal goals. So Travis, what's going on, man? So the big first piece of news here is I finally, finally, finally ordered all the catalogs. <laughs> if you've been a long time listener to the show, you know, I've kind of been talking about this for a long time and it kept happening that I'd buy a sample and it wasn't right and I'd have to return. There was always some kind of problem. I finally sent them the, I think it was around $2,700 for a thousand catalogs. It's right around a hundred pages each catalog and now it's out of my hands. So hopefully we will be getting those soon. I'm, I'm really excited about that. Nice, nice. Yeah, so for me, last time I think I told you about how I was shipping the blankets at a post office. Well, the day after, I actually met a guy here who's been selling on like eBay, Amazon since 1999. He has like 100,000 SKUs on Amazon. And he actually has a warehouse operation here and in the US where they ship packages really fast. And he was able to get stuff UPS three days under 16 ounces from Vietnam to the US in like three days. Uh, so basically, I'm shipping everything from there now. And he's letting me use his uh, warehouse in the US too. He has one in Brooklyn, New York. And uh, he's actually looking for people to do pick and pack for. So if you need something like that um you know let me know and so basically uh he was telling me that you know these blankets uh, we actually need to repack them again because they're a little too big in the sense that dimensional weight is really big so he has his vacuum sealer in his office that he showed me and so basically we put a blanket in that and then it became like four times smaller and he was saying for a lot of usps stuff if you put in a flat rate envelope like that um, you can save a lot more money than paying like as if it was a package where they measure the weight and everything too. Because flat rate, I think it's just $5.60 as long as it fits in the envelope. And he used to stuff like 5XL sweatshirts in that and just so he could like save on the shipping costs too. So it was pretty cool. And how'd, how'd you guys meet again? Uh, he was in this expats group on Facebook here. Someone had posted about buying a Roost laptop stand and I was like, oh, hey, this guy could probably help. And he's, oh yeah, I can bring stuff in from the US in like three days. And I was like, what? How do you do that? He says, oh, I ship $5,000 a month with UPS. So they give me like a really really good rate so the more volume he can get uh, the better rates he can get too for his own company so that's pretty cool all right so let's get into the goals for 2017 so first one uh launching the nut butter company is yours right so what's that yeah so i, I don't think i've talked about on this podcast exactly what i'm going to be selling but it's going to be a nut butter uh there's a lot more to explain there it's basically going to be geared towards like the crossfit athletic type people. So that's going to be a big goal for me in 2017 is, oh wow, I just said 2017 and I'm like, is that right? Are we, is it already 2017? I just, I remember not that, like right when I quit my job, it was like 2012, 2013. I'm like, time is flying. Anyways, off topic there. But yeah, I'm going to launch that. I'll, I'm hoping around mid-March uh, if I can get my butt into gear. But my big thing I'm excited about for 2017 is to get a second company up and running where I can... I can work on it because the problem with B Dancewear is a few different, there's a lot of different problems. Um, one of them is one of our bottlenecks is production. And I, I'm hoping I could get around that bottleneck if I outsource all the production like I will with this nut butter company. So that's, yeah, that's my first probably biggest goal for 2017, launching that company. So what you mean is that if you throw more marketing at it, you guys can't produce fast enough for B Dancewear. So that's why you don't want to throw the fire hose at it. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure we could figure it out, but um, like for instance, if we were to double, triple, quadruple, triple our sales overnight, that'd be a big, big problem. I'm hoping, and I'm sure it, it's going to bring up its own challenges. I understand. Uh, but I'm hoping eventually the nut butter company will not have the same problem. It's going to have a cash flow issue. I understand that. But I think once I, if I can produce, let's say 5,000 boxes at once, 
um, then I can sell 5,000. It doesn't matter how, doesn't matter if I sell 5,000 in a day or, you know, 500 for 10 days, the, the production I'm hoping will not be the bottleneck. Sure. It will probably end up being cash flow, but there's ways around that. For me, um, number one is to figure out my Instagram strategy. I think I mentioned this earlier. So I, I think I've made the big mistake of get thinking that just using Instagram to get followers would be cool. Like the followers do engage, but I think having the right content for them to then go to your site is like the next step. Whereas like I've tried some reposting some of the stuff, but it hasn't been really working out. And I think really I'm looking at the other brands like you have to have your own in-house photos, you know, and then, and then that becomes, well, how do you get the photography lined up to have enough photos to post like say twice a day, you know, or maybe even once a day. So that means you need like what, 30 photos a month, maybe up to 60 if you're posting twice a day. So I'm trying to look at like how these other brands are doing it. Are they like giving students to do photos or are they just getting like you know, no name models to get it for cheap? Because you do a photo shoot every week. Like it adds up to a lot. So that's what I got to, that's what I got to figure out for uh, next year in terms of like getting those photos on Instagram. Yeah. So. No, I, I, I don't know. We do, we definitely do some of that stuff or a lot of our, though actually a lot of our Instagram stuff is just user generated stuff. They send us a photo. I, I like that. Uh, just because it's easier for us. And it, it also shows off your product, you know, and it's social proof. Yeah, it shows people are using it, social proof, exactly. And it's, yeah, free content for you to post and you tag them, they get some recognition too. So it works for everyone also. Yeah. All right, so uh, I guess continue working on B Dance for a little bit. We touched space a little bit just now, but uh, what's the deal? It's kind of funny, you know, putting this down, I'm thinking about it more now. I'm going to definitely, obviously, continue to work on B-Dancer. There's some other big low-hanging fruits. One of the big things we need to think about is how we're going to get rid of all our inventory. Um, we need to, you know, we have returns and stuff like that that's just sitting on the shelves. That's not good. Uh, you know, we want to turn that into cash. And maybe someone orders that and we can send it out to them, but maybe they don't. Maybe they never order from us and that's just sitting on our shelves. And we have two options. We can either just hold on to it forever. Uh, we have three options, I guess. Hold on to it forever, throw it out, or try to sell it at a discount. So I've, I've been mulling over a few different ways on how we can do that. Um, one of the ideas I came up with or we, you know, the team came up with is going to dance competitions and putting them all at like half off. And then maybe even like at the end, anything that's left, putting that at like 75% off. That could be one thing. Uh, I've thought about just putting it up on eBay at like 50 to 75% off. Um, there's been other things like that too that I've been thinking. So these are already made with for a certain size? Yeah, yeah. So it's already made for a certain size, certain color, certain size, everything. And it's like, let's say someone ordered neon green, extra, extra large booty shorts. We may never sell those again. Uh, so we got to figure out what we're going to do with those, basically. What if you ask your email list? Because you know what people have ordered, right? Like if they'd ordered a extra large before, you could just be like, hey, we have a bunch of extra larges hanging out here. If you want it, you can get it for half off New Year's sale, right? And that's one of the things I thought about. But if we're going to do that, it has to be we make a separate product page for each one or there's got to be some kind of way to do it. I don't know. Maybe you have a better idea. Uh, I see. I see. Yeah. Because yeah. how many, how much SKUs do you have that are need to be like kind of get out? 2,000 maybe, let's say, or maybe more. Well, so is putting it on the eBay listing. That's a lot too though. Right, right. And so maybe what it is, is maybe we just say, hey, uh, here's a list of all the different things that we have. Send it like almost as like a, you know, a, a table, um, like a CSV. Like, And that's a good idea. Targeting people that bought a certain size saying, hey, we know that you wear a large or an extra, extra large. Uh, we have these items available in extra, extra large at 50% off. That's not a bad idea, actually. And then, then I don't have to create separate product pages. I can say, just send us the money via PayPal and we'll send you the items or something. I don't know. Yeah, Or you could try like a mystery bundle. Like say, hey, here are five extra large high-waist dance shorts. 
uh, but you don't know the color until you buy it. But we can tell you there's one color here, and then it has add some more fun to it. I don't know if that's gonna work. My friend did that when he was moving out of his apartment in New York. He did that. He was like, "Hey, here's a you know six chairs, but there's a mystery bag, you know, with the question mark on it in the photo." And it's like, "It's your free gift if you buy these chairs." And everyone just bought it. And they're like, "Hey, what's in the bag?" He said, "Well, and I tell you, you gotta buy the t- you gotta buy the chairs to find out." <laughs> so it was kind of funny how you use that Chaldini stuff to get them to buy stuff. Well, so maybe that's what it is. I mean, that's not a bad idea. Is like mystery. I I I don't want to be super gimmicky, but maybe that's not a bad idea. Saying like mystery bag. Um, buy three items for the price of one and it would be, you know, all you do is you pick your size and we send you three random items. And then you get like a mystery one and the mystery one could just be whatever you want to get rid of that makes sense for them in the same size or something like that. Right. Yeah. So it's like, you don't get to pick your colors. We're going to pick three colors for you at random. Uh, we're, maybe you don't even get to pick your items. Uh, probably you don't pick to pick your items. We'll send you three items for the price of one. I could try something like that. I'm, I'm nervous about... Yeah, you could just try that Try that with your email list and see other responses, right? Test it on a small scale first. Yeah, and, and there's a lot of those. I mean, I want to try it all uh, because we have probably, you know, $10,000, $20,000 just sitting on the shelves at least. So speaking of that, I guess number two for me is uh, PPC. Right? So last time you mentioned like, hey, you know, for new stores, if you don't have PPC, you know, you're missing out on traffic. And I really took that to heart because, oh yeah, I guess you're right. Because like, even if I, even spending like $5 a day, it's just a matter of like figuring those campaigns out and actually get them set up. So I have like a Facebook ad running now for like a dollar a day. And I actually heard this on Digital Marketer Podcast the other day too, where they're saying, instead of starting a campaign from scratch and doing like, you know, $10 a day, I should start with boosting posts uh, on your page and then see what the response is, where people are engaging from, what location, what demographic, test your messaging. And then with a dollar a day, you can try to get a relevance score of eight or nine. And then you use that to make your actual ad. And then you'll get a lot cheaper clicks because you figure it out what people like already. And so boost posts, you can also choose to pay by engagement. So you only pay when people like or comment or something like that, which is a much better way to figure out what content people want and then use that to kind of build a bigger campaign. Oh, that's actually really smart. And a dollar a day, like who can't afford a dollar a day to get this data right instead of spending, you know, a hundred bucks a day on like, you know, dollar click to get the right relevance score and then narrowing it down to actually get a higher one. That's good. So how have your Facebook ads been going then? Uh, So I've only been running for four days yet, but I don't have a relevance score until 500 impressions. I think I'm at like 350. Uh, but I do have like probably like fifteen percent engagement so far out of all the whether like it's like a like, um, click or like a you know offer thing. So the ad I'm doing is the offer, right? It's basically like a hey, enter to win you know a free blanket by entering your email, and then it expires on December thirty first, which I need to redo this uh, ad soon again. But basically, um, the offers tab, uh, if they click get offer, there's a left nav bar that has offers on your Facebook, and then it sends them a notification before the date expires. So it's kind of a double kind of a double trick where like you get notified and they get the click too. So I don't know if that works better, but you know, we'll see in like another month once I run it again. Hmm, it's very cool. Yeah. yeah I think it's, it's mostly for like cool. local businesses. Like, Hey, you know, go to Travis's coffee shop uh, to get, you know, this free coupon. And then they remind you, Oh, Hey, by the way, Travis's coupon expiring next week. And they actually get a notification, which I thought was pretty cool. Cause most of the times you click a link and then that's it. Right. You never hear from them again. So who knows? Maybe if you could get cheap clicks like this, it's a good way to get you know double notifications for someone's attention. And so, what about Google Shopping and Pinterest? Have you been messing around with those too? No, not Pinterest. I got to do my shopping feed for Google still, so I want to do that by you know end of January or like first week of January because it's not too hard. It's just jumping into Google Sheets and typing everything in and doing all that stuff. So, so you are planning on still selling them even after 
because uh, you were kind of debating that at, at last I talked to you. Yeah, like I just wanted to throw some more PVC at it, and if the PVC is not getting anything, then maybe you know we'll stop it. But I think like I didn't put enough effort into this. Okay, yet. that's cool. Yeah, I mean, and I got a guy in the U.S. now who will do the shipping for me. So at a one dollar pack pick and pack fee, which is like basically the lowest rate you'll ever have. And you know, I've met him before here at his store, and he looks like a legit guy. So kind of cool to have that opportunity show up. Uh, right where I needed it too. Definitely. Alrighty then. Uh, so number three road trip catalog for you. What's this? Yeah. So this I might have talked about this before. I'm not sure. Um, and, and you know what? And this is my current idea, my current thought. And I always hate saying these kind of things because this is a plan for like nine months from now. So it might fall through, or one of a hundred different possible things might change about it. But I think for one of my goals for 2017 is going to be to do a one, two, three month road trip across the United States. What I'd like to do too is film it and basically go from city to city across the US, go to jujitsu gyms, CrossFit gyms, give away my product, go to dance studios, give them catalogs, the dance catalogs, and just document the entire experience. Um, and I know. I think that'd be fun for I, that's something that I'd potentially watch someone traveling around the U S that also happens to be a business thing. And this came from an idea that a friend kind of planted in my head. There seems to be a lot of business like YouTube and podcasts that just keep telling you work, work, like just you know, grind until your eyes bleed. But there doesn't seem to be too many that say, yeah, hey, you should, you should work, but you should also have fun. And I'd like to kind of blend the two. Plus, you know, that's just fun for me to blend the two because then, then I get to film myself eating at a barbecue restaurant down in South Carolina and sharing that and just documenting this entire experience. So that's one of my plans for 2017. And how long do you want this road trip to be? Or is it just like a week thing or like a whole month? or At least a month, maybe two, maybe up to three. I mean, the, the interesting thing about this is my lease expires. I have a lease on a car right now and it expires right at the end of December. And the cool thing is if that would mean that potentially I could drive from LA to New York and leave it in December. And I'd, pr- I'd probably don't want I don't probably don't want to wait till December to do it. Or maybe, maybe I change my mind. Maybe I do. The only reason is because of snow. It might be kind of a pain in the butt. And I have to put a lot of, you know, with the lease you get 12,000 miles a year. And so far I've had my car for a year and I've only put 7,000 on it. So I got free miles basically. Alrighty, third one for me. Uh, I gotta figure out my emails for the blankets. I have about like eight fifty to nine hundred now, and I used to send once a month, but I've just been not really sure what to do now. So I'm gonna start hammering that a little bit more. At least I wanna do at least once a week. At least do that. Just like an update on hey, what are we doing this week? What have we done this week? And what are our plans for this month? I think so, because there's these nine hundred emails have been kind of sitting there and not being used, and uh, that's what I'm finding is more helpful for like Instagram is like sending people to an opt-in and then getting them to go to the site because I feel like sometimes if you're on Instagram you're not really you know you're just kind of browsing I just scroll yeah I don't think I've ever clicked from some well probably not true I don't, I don't use Instagram that much though so I'm not a good kind of scenario for that yeah, I use it quite a bit and I feel like a lot of times you're just looking at photos in a browsing mode you're not really in like a buying mode so I'm going to test doing that to emails and then getting emails to the site and see if that works a little bit better too so kind of doing that in conjunction with the PPC uh, and then we'll see if that uh, does any better next year too. So, yep. All right. So let's go personal stuff. So uh, transcendental tra- transcendental meditation. I've heard a lot about this. Yeah, it's something I've really been wanting to try out, and it's expensive. I think it's like a thousand bucks for like a one week course, and um, I think that's going to be one of my rewards for this year. Is if I, you know, let's say maybe I'll do it after I launch the company. Like once I send out my first 
nut butter, I will go take a transcendental meditation course. So, because that's something, I mean, the truth is I can afford it, but it's like, I, I just don't feel like I deserve it in a weird way. So that's one of the things I've, I've been very interested in. Maybe it doesn't work for me. Maybe transcendental meditation is not my type. I've been doing in the morning. Uh, I have a whole little routine in the morning. You know, I go have some tea. I do the five minute journal thing. I come in and I do a little bit of a workout, probably like a five minute workout, do some yoga. And at the end, I'll do some meditation. And what I've been doing for my meditation, and this is probably, I'm sure like a hardcore yogi would disagree with me and say this isn't meditation. But what I've been doing is just laying back laying down like after yoga, like the Shavasana type pose and I have music playing and I try to just focus on the music and when a thought comes in my brain, I go back to the music and it's just, it's that awareness and it's hard for me to do typical meditation focusing on breath for a number of different reasons but I found that when I do this music type meditation, after I get up and I walk around, I feel great. I feel so much calmer and more relaxed. And so I figured transcendental meditation might be a way, another type of meditation that may work for me. Another thing I want to do is do a weekend yoga retreat. Uh, I've done it. I've done more. I've done, I, I did one like week long yoga retreat that was awesome. So I want to try to do a weekend re- retreat somewhere in or, in or around Los Angeles. That way it's not like a big uh, time commitment. Cool. All right. So for me, uh, personal, I guess I just have one. Uh, just play more shows with my DJ friends. So we have our first pig gig in January. Uh, we've been playing just for fun in the past year or so. But it's kind of just like we do it like once every two months, three months. It's nothing like serious, but uh, you know, it's kind of cool to get paid for that. And you know, like which is funny because I actually really hate clubbing, like going as a clubber. But playing it's playing the music's a lot. Fun. I think it's like being like a consumer versus producer. When you're consuming alcohol in the club, it seems very vain and boring but you know when you can go produce and make money it's, it's oh hey it's, it's different now so it's interesting because when you were talking about the whole instagram thing i think sometimes to be a producer it helps to be a consumer in the sense of like it's hard to do instagram advertising if you've never used instagram you don't know what the user is experiencing and i wonder if it's the same thing in some ways for being a dj you know i think a lot of it is just like level of calibration for empathy like how well can you read people and I think like marketing is like that too, right? Like, can you make a good offer, relate to people on the different platforms with the right messaging? I think it's crossovers, many crossovers in life are like that. Yeah, no, absolutely. All right, so final one for you, uh, college course on design or jujitsu or? Yeah, yeah. So I'll, I'll combine actually two into one here. So the one thing actually even before that was one of my goals for this year and that I did pretty successfully Uh, and it'll be for next year as well, is do one big fun thing a month. What that means is one thing that I'm going to remember every month. Um, So that's one of the things, and I I can talk about that if you're interested. Or let's let's talk about the Take a College course. The other thing is I want to take a course at my local community college. Like I've obviously already graduated and all that kind of stuff, but I want to take a course on design. Uh, I also want to spend more time. I've been doing jujitsu for the last few months, learning jujitsu and also learning salsa. And the reason for that is I realized I really enjoy learning new things and I haven't been doing that. I've been kind of pushing that to the side because of the books like the one, what is it, the one thing and all those books and everyone tells you focus on one thing, only do one thing. That's not me. I realize that I enjoy life more if I'm learning jujitsu while also trying to start a company while also taking salsa classes on the side or whatever you know combination it is. I need a few different things that I'm learning and stressing my brain out with. So I've been doing that for like the last month, like really doing jujitsu and salsa. And I've really enjoyed my life more. So uh, that's one of my 
goals for 2017. One of my goals for 2017, I should say, is the design course. That's a big one, but also to continue to do the jujitsu and the salsa. So how does this play into the one big thing a month type of thing? It doesn't. It was just two separate things. The one big thing a month. Yeah, I just wanted to throw that one in too because I really love that goal. I did it this year and it really helps because otherwise I find, at least with myself, that I just grind and I grind and I grind. But when I remember like, oh crap, uh, you know, it's February and it's February 20th and I haven't really done anything cool this month. Like, let, let me do something. And it could be um, whatever, go to a really cool restaurant I've always wanted to go to. Or it could be spend the day at a different beach or you know, it doesn't really even matter. You know what I mean? It's just a way to, it's a way to measure and make fun quantitative because otherwise it's like have more fun this year or be happier this year. That doesn't really work. It's a very abstract goal. Yeah. Exactly. Speaking of that side note, one thing I started doing last week, I saw on Pinterest was a gratitude jar. You ever hear of this before? So it's, it's basically like a, I guess on Pinterest, there's these jars. People are taking like old peanut butter jars and then just every day you put it like next to your bed and then before you sleep, you just write something uh, you're grateful for and then you put it in the jar and then at the end of the year, you like open it. And I saw it was on Pinterest like blowing up a couple months ago or like no, a couple of weeks ago actually. And I was like, okay, I'll try this out. So I took one of my boxes that I was shipping the blankets in and I just wrote gratitude box on it and like taped it next to my bed. So... Uh, we'll see how this goes in like a couple of months, I guess. Apparently, it changes your outlook on life. Like you become more positive, but I don't know. I'm already pretty positive, so I don't know how this is going. I mean, I do stuff like that, uh, similar like things, like the five minute journal. That's basically what it is, and it, it it's a very subtle thing. Like when it says when you say it changes your outlook on life, I mean, keep in mind, it's not like you're all of a sudden you're a way better person, you know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, just kind of interesting exercise to try. I think. Alrighty then, so that's it for this episode. Hope you guys had a great New Year's. Uh, good luck to 2017 as we go forward. Thank you for listening, and yeah, have a good one. Thanks, everybody.